urine. Yeah. Like. I love that. Like, urine is for us, like, I let you piss in my mouth, then I come kiss you. I love holding piss in my mouth. No, like, you piss in my mouth, and then I come and tongue kiss you afterwards. I never had that done. Oh, okay. But I love for a woman to piss in my mouth. That's beautiful. You never had that one done either? What? A woman piss in your mouth. Yeah, I yeah. had a woman in a cup while we was driving, and I drunk it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Right there. Yes. Because it was just nothing... I was so infatuated with this woman to where it was just nothing about her that was nasty. Like, mm. and then she's super clean. She like me. She drink number water all day, so this ain't got no taste. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome back to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I tried. <clears throat> I tried to get, to keep it together. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Gemini Minded Podcast. It's your girl Gooch, and I'm back on my bullshit this year. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that that was the infamous Kevin Gates. <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? This man. Once he decided, like, I'm going to start doing this little interview tour, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put everything out there. I ain't going to have no inhibitions. No stone is going to be left unturned. This man said he loved for a bitch to piss in his mouth. What? Huh? Oh, God. I'm just I honestly I guess I have like one like sex life gotta be born. Mine's just just old married couple. If this is what people are here doing because nobody is spitting in my mouth, I've said it before. Nobody is doing like what? Let alone somebody pissing in my mouth, let alone me drinking something. Is you crazy? Are you crazy? What is is this the norm? Is this cool? Like, this is what people do? Because y'all some freaky, nasty, trifling motherfuckers. What? <laughs> I am done. When I tell you I am so done, and then I don't even know. I don't know who, who the interviewer is or, like, her platform or podcast or whatever. I don't know if this type of shit that she talk about on a regular basis or the type of shit that she is down with, but the fact that she's talking about some period. Oh yeah. Cool. Like, are you trying to like hold it together too? And you just got to play it cool. Cause what the fuck? This is unacceptable. This is not cool. This is disgusting. I wouldn't even be okay. Like who, what type of bitch is you dealing with? That's okay. with you drink her or piss or this peeing in the cup for you to like what are we doing here <clears throat> if that's the case the the my definition of what infatuation has meant like all my life I don't even that's not the meaning it's not the same meaning like the meaning has changed because what and I and in that case I don't want nobody to be infatuated with me first of all because number one infatuation is 
extreme. So for somebody to be infatuated with you, you know, they have like stalker tendencies. It's just, you know, it's so extreme and it's so intense, but you infatuated to the point where you're going to drink bodily fluids from someone like that's really deep to me. Like I have never felt that intense for anyone in my whole entire life ever. And I don't wish to ever feel like that (laughs) at this point. It's like, it's past infatuation. It's like some witchcraft or some shit going on. Like this is, this is unwell. You're unwell. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. That's just like the same. When people, ah, drink your bath water. Like people literally does that. And that's just as nasty. Like all of this, that is, it's too extreme. And I would not be impressed or like, the, the least bit of turned on or anything about it. Like, that would definitely disgust me. <sighs> like, beyond. Like, it's it's no turning back from that. Like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I don't even want to see you again. I want to kind of erase you from my... Like, that is disgusting. Like, that's not cool. Like, that, I'm... And then the thing about that, too... Women really don't be down with a lot of shit. We really don't be. But we love to try to save face for somebody else. Like, secondhand embarrassment is a motherfucker. Because that's, to me, that's embarrassing. (laughs) But bitch had to be down with it anyway. But the fact that a lot of things that people do, we kind of just go with the flow. In our mind, we be like, what the fuck? Like, we really be tripping. But to save face and to not make that person feel a certain type of way, it seems as though we accept it. And we push our feelings and shit to the side to make sure that person is cool. But in, in reality, we like, this motherfucker is unwell. This motherfucker is crazy. Like, what are you doing? I, I cannot, I cannot understand. <laughs> that man is so unwell. And I am like, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, it's no joke. Why? And I'm just more, I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned about the woman and the people who is providing you these opportunities. Like, how can you give somebody the opportunity to even have access to your piss? Like, I wouldn't even, I don't know, that's that's weird. It seems like some type of ritual or some shit. Like, that's not cool. I am mad. Because, no, y'all be down for whatever. And it's just not that deep. No. <laughs> oh, but what's been going on, y'all? We're how many days? We're two weeks into the new year. And uh, it's been okay. I I don't have too many complaints or whatever. It's it's been all right. It's whatever. It's it's whatever. And <laughs> Jay Nice voice. It's whatever. It's okay. Um. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing to write twenty twenty two about. Like oh yeah, you know, over there in twenty twenty three, this is what's going on. Like not not spectacular, but we it's, we just getting started. So hopefully, the year is calm mellow full of abundance um 
prosperity, love, peace, you know, just um, pure amazingness because we have been taking a hit for the past few years. And it's like, <laughs> okay, now, any day now, we, we can switch it up. <laughs> so, yeah. But, a, a, I mean, a lot has, <laughs> a lot has been going on. It's just been a lot of weird shit. Um, did y'all hear about <laughs> the woman? I'm not going to even play the soundbite. <clears throat> That's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to play the soundbite because it's so embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for her. But the girl, the woman who <laughs> rapped Future's... <laughs> Rap some future lyrics at her boyfriend's funeral. Oh my god! I don't know. Like we, I guess it's the time that we live in where I don't even know. We just live in a weird time. But future March Madness, like what? Dirty soda in the styrofoam. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? And we used to be in the club singing that. Now I gotta sing it without you. What? That's all you could think. Like, that's one of your most memorable moments. And I, who am I to judge you for your most memorable moment? But like, that is real ghetto. <laughs> like. What are you two? We're like what? And another thing, like why do when when do we start taking anything serious? Because that's what that's number one on the list. Because funerals should not be recorded. I don't give a fuck in what capacity you feel like it's being. Funerals should not be recorded. Why are you recording in a funeral? This is not even the time or the place. Like why do you need to capture? any of this like this don't need to be recorded um and it's it's turned into a thing where it's been popular as of lately where they live stream the funeral because of covid so you know so many people were unable to um attend you know like funerals of their family members and all this type of stuff which i get it 100 i get it for that cause for that purpose alone um but we need to, to to let it die down, like literally, because I hate that if I'm randomly just scrolling on social media and it's a live stream of somebody's funeral. I am not okay with death like that. I, I am not cool. I ain't cool with that. Like, give somebody a fair warning or something like that. Like, you know how on social media they have cert certain stuff blurred out, like, and you can pick and choose whether you want to see it or not. Like, that's what needs to go on because everybody don't need to to you know intake that like it's not for everybody that's something that is personal they're um you know paying your last respects it's my like that's that's not nothing for the whole internet to see but who in the back record like who what made you pull your phone on and be like oh i want to record like why you want to record that i don't know <clears throat> it'd be a lot of weird stuff going on that i really i really don't understand and can't quite get with but, you know, that's what y'all like to do. So, <laughs> I guess. Let it be what it is. But, um, let me see. Because <laughs> the internet, it has been swirling around 
which y'all know I, I come in a little bit late. I come in hot, <clears throat> but I come in a little bit late or whatever. But the um the Gabrielle Union story. <clears throat> Here we go with this little throat, little raspy throat. So the Gabrielle Union situation that happened where I don't know where she was <clears throat> speaking on this at or whatever, but she was just saying that she felt comfortable cheating in her first marriage because she paid all the bills. <laughs> Okay, I still don't have a good chair. Still don't have a good chair. Although I I break my neck to do do everything with this one, it's still no it's still no good to me. <clears throat> so my my thoughts on that. <sighs> okay, I I don't. I don't know why people feel so comfortable cheating, period. <clears throat> Let's just start off with that. I don't know why is that why that's such a thing because you can leave. That is the all that's that if you don't have any other choices, you always have the choice to leave. <clears throat> you have the choice to leave. Why not leave? You feel comfortable because you were paying all the bills. So what? Uh, the image of being a wife and having a husband was more important than anything that it was okay to appear to look like you had it all the way together. <clears throat> but in the background, you had no respect for this man. There was no real genuine love for this man because he couldn't provide for you. So why stay? Why stay? Why? Because in the end, you look stupid. You look bad. Like, you look crazy because you decided to stay in a situation that was not for you. It was not sufficient enough for you, but you, you decided, like, this is where I'm going to be at. But <clears throat> in the midst of it, these are the things that I'm going to do to satisfy myself. When you don't have to even do any of this, you don't have to even deal with this person at all. I felt comfortable cheating because I paid all the bills. Let that man go. Let that man go and go figure out his own way and find somebody. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Some, find somebody that is equally yoked with him. Because just in, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't think about the fact that you need to find someone who's equally yoked. Somebody who has the same type of drive as you, who has the same type of goals as you. Somebody, you know, where you can feed off of them, where they lack and vice versa. Like things yoked together equally it's a it it matches it it meshes well and just because that man is not sufficient enough for you don't mean he can't be sufficient enough for the next woman and you staying in the situation past its expiration date is not helping you or him it's hindering both of you and you're blocking him from, from his blessings and you're also blocking yourself. He's sitting around in a situation where he he may think you're the love of his life and you and you care a great amount for him. And you may make him feel like it's okay for him to be in the state that he's in. It's okay. It's okay, baby. I'll take care of everything right now until you get on your feet. And he thinks that he has <clears throat> love in you. He feels that he can be comfortable with you because a man has to be comfortable to, to even let you know that he's broke because uh, i mean 
we got some people who just don't give a fuck and they just like outlandish with it. But a man that really fuck with you, a man that really loves you, he's going to do whatever he can to shield that from you and to make sure that you're good and you're taken care of. And for him to let his guards down and allow you to lead in the household where he should be leading. It's that that just shows how he felt about her. So therefore you took advantage of this man because no man like that. It just doesn't make sense. Like, Oh, I feel comfortable. And then I never even knew of her husband or first husband or whatever, or maybe I forgot or something. Cause you know, it's really none of my fucking business on who y'all date and what y'all got going on and all of that. So yeah, of course, Dwayne Wade is somebody who's a staple in somebody's mind because of just who he is <clears throat> and how long, like the time frames they've been together, just all the shit that's been happening in the media. So it's easier to know, like, oh, all right, whatever. <clears throat> but for y'all to be showing this man's face and they all in the picture smiling together, it's embarrassing because if if we did forget about whatever may have happened, y'all show brought that them same emotions and feelings right back up, and then we put a face to it. I'll be suing the fuck out of her. Now you now you about to be paying some more some more of my bills, bitch. <laughs> like what? So yeah, like um, that's not cool. And you don't get no brownie points for that. Like you thought you was being cute, like, oh yeah, I felt comfortable cheating on this motherfucker because I was paying all the bills. I was I was the um the head of household. Like, that's not cute. And I would be embarrassed to tell somebody that I was taking care of my husband. Because I don't want to marry, first of all, I don't want to marry someone who is not financially stable. I'm sorry. And it's not to be funny or nothing like that because I'm not, I'm not seeking for him to be financially stable and me not be financially stable. I want us to both be financially stable before we take that, that leap of faith and, step into a union like that like we both have to have ourselves together so that we can work together as a team so that shit we can work because then you turn around and shit like that happened oh, i was taking care of him. i feel like i could step out of the relationship because i feel like i was doing more um i felt like i was pulling all the weight like no so that's that's number one i don't know what happened i don't know the details of it if he got broke once they got married or whatever the case may be but don't marry nobody who ain't got nothing to bring to the table period don't go into it and this is for males or females don't go into a relationship or to a into a marriage trying to save somebody because in the, in the end you you the only one that's gonna need saving like the only one you're gonna be so busy draining yourself trying to make sure that you build somebody else up and you ain't gonna have shit left so don't do it please don't and nobody's saying like, and, and of course, men, they they want to be the head of household. They want to be the provider, which is cool. But don't deal with, don't bring nobody in trying to save them. Let that person find their way first. Like, and it's good to find yourself before you try to intertwine with somebody else because you ain't gonna have no identity. You come into union with somebody and you don't know yourself, then you that person. You latching on to them and you, you whatever they is. So <clears throat> that ain't cool. So definitely go into it with a different type of mindset. Like that shouldn't even be the case. This is your husband. This is your wife, not your partner, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend, 
not your fiance. Like, this is somebody that you're married to. So don't go into a marriage with all that bullshit that y'all dragging along. <clears throat> she constantly comes out, <laughs> her and Dwayne Wade, they constantly come out in the media and they embarrass themselves. It's, it's always very embarrassing. Like, oh, like, I don't know. It, and that's just like with Will Smith and Jada. Like, they love to come out with stuff in the media. And it's like, we could have went the rest of our lives without knowing y'all messy-ass business. Like, <sighs> we just, it's no, re- it was, it's no reason for us to know these things. Like, we don't know y'all, huh? We don't know the people that y'all hang with or nothing like that. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Real fucking, real fucking crazy. Okay, so did y'all hear about um the cop, the married female cop? She was <laughs> she didn't she just slept with about five different colleagues. <clears throat> And basically, it came out that, yeah, they said it was a high, she had a high high speed train ran on her. So, I don't know, because they didn't really go into detail, like, if it was all at once, you know, all in the same room type of situation, or she would just slept with them at different times. But this, this shit has happened in, in the office. So, like, they was fucking on the job. And it's been, she's been leaked to five different officers (laughs) oh goodness i'm just like okay that that's real crazy i I don't know i don't even know (laughs) what the hell be wrong with people number one i don't even allow myself to be attracted to one person that I work with none of my coworkers, but like let alone five different coworkers that you just slept with and all like it What's up? I don't know. The one thing, the one thing I have realized though, and it's about marriage. I'm still on the marriage topic. The one thing I have learned about marriage is that people do the shit for all the wrong reasons. So many people get married for all the wrong reasons, and one of the main things is public perception. So, based on how people will perceive you, drives your decision to get married. Oh, people think, people would think that we're the, we're the model couple. We are so happy. Oh, we got our shit together. Oh, whatever, whatever the case may be. Like people like to be perceived as a positive influence in life or whatever, or that you're probably better than the next couple because there's, they've been dating for all these years and they still have no signs of being married. And they may be even way more happier than y'all could ever be because y'all faking and y'all so busy focusing on public perception is that you can't even get it together or figure the shit out or maybe even leave this motherfucker and find somebody that you really meant to be with you married but you you worried about fucking everybody at the job like i don't get it i'm just i don't know i just don't get it like and Y'all motherfuckers is weird. And I just constantly see people get married because of the image, the perception. Oh, the wedding looks nice. The wedding is extravagant. It is expensive. And the colors and 
oh, the party and the drinks and the food. Like, you just want your shit to be just like a big-ass event where people look at you like, oh, okay. Like, and, it, and at the end of the day, it's a loveless marriage. Yeah, y'all had a big-ass party with no love in it. <laughs> y'all celebrated the union with no love in it. Like, y'all weird as fuck. Like, it just don't make sense to me. I'm trying to think about who, oh, I was watching um, The Housewives of Potomac. And the one couple, I can't think of her name. She with the older, the older dark-skinned dude. I don't know nobody fucking names because I honestly don't pay attention all like that. <laughs> I don't pay attention all like that. But um, she was saying how they had slept with one of her friends or something the night of their wedding or the night before their wedding and the day after or something. And I'm just like, why get married? Y'all can do all this fun shit without that that union or without the restraints or restrictions or anything that comes with being in a marriage. Like, why not just continue to do all the things that y'all been doing before marriage and just keep having fun and just enjoy that union together? It don't have to be a lawful, a lawful situation. It just make it. Y'all just have fun. Just live your life. You don't have to go into a marriage. Like, why? Why? Why bring God into some BS? Like, I, I don't get that. <laughs> because you got to think about it. It's deeper than just that. You know, you have nuptials and you're you're going before the law, the court of law. And what God, it, it's all, <laughs> it just don't make sense to me. It's just so confusing to me. Like, y'all be doing too much. Like, people be in relationships and they have... You know, like they go to um, sex parties and stuff and they have all these threesomes and they be like, they just do a lot of different shit. Like, you don't have to get married. Like, why do you want to get married so bad? Like, because when people, to me, <clears throat> and I don't know if it's, it just may be me, but in the, when I think of marriage, I think of me and my partner joining as one, us being a team and, you know, just us having that that togetherness with us if I'm inviting somebody else into that then that takes away from that being my ideal of it or my you know the definition of it for me um if that's something that I'm into if that's the lifestyle that we've we've created together why would I want to why would I want a marriage you know like I just don't know I would love for somebody to explain to me that's in that type of situation like why why do you need to be married to someone like you want to have on? Because it's not even ownership, but like it's kind of like a thing where like this is my person. Why do you want to be in something where you feel like this is my person with the next person and the next person? And I'm sharing with this. Part? Like it just it gets confusing for me. Like make it make sense. I don't, I just don't know. Like <laughs> it's, it's wild. And y'all wasting money, energy, time. Like it's a waste. If you already know how y'all are beforehand, why, why, why go forward with that? <clears throat> y'all could be doing so much more and y'all wasting your time getting married. This shit is weird. This shit is mad weird. And <laughs> stop fucking, stop fucking, listen, listen. Okay, because I got to get serious with y'all. <laughs>
Stop fucking on your coworkers, okay? 2023, stop fucking on your coworkers. It's not the vibe. It's not, it's not cool. Stop. It's not cool. <laughs> how much drama is started behind that? Like, how much comes behind you sleeping with your fucking coworker? Like, it's not cool. Like, if it's a fling or something like that, cool. One night stand, cool. Y'all go back to work. Act like everything is cool. Cool, but y'all motherfuckers having babies together. Y'all motherfuckers moving in together and shit. And then you got to worry about when y'all argue, y'all still got to work together and be cordial because y'all co-workers on top of that. Then you got to worry about the motherfucker at work liking your part, the person that you're dealing with, but you got to keep it a secret because it goes against the code. Like, let's be fucking for real. <clears throat> then what you going to do? Try to... Try to check the bitch because she like your nigga, but she don't notice your nigga because y'all just appear to be co-workers <laughs> or vice versa. Somebody liking you or whatever, and you got to be cool. You don't just like the person, but you're with your co-worker. So it's a certain <clears throat> facade and act and a, and a certain personality that you're supposed to have when you're in the workplace. But in the end, it's all this stuff that's being concealed. It's just weird. <laughs> It's messy. It's too much. It's too risky. And I ain't losing my job behind a motherfucker because I, when I started this, this motherfucker, I ain't had nothing to do with you. I ain't know nothing about you. So I'm about to let you jeopardize my shit because we like each other. We messing around. No. <clears throat> Leave him alone. Ain't nothing wrong with having a cute coworker. Y'all be taking that work husband shit, that work wife, wife shit, too literal. Let it go. I Like, why? What you need a work wife for? What you need a work husband for? Why can't we be cordial and be co-workers? Everybody always have to be extra. <clears throat> People don't understand time and space and, like, oh, the, it's a time and a place for everything. Just because you see this motherfucker majority of the time... Out of, out of your work, your week. Don't mean you have to be so close with them to the point where you want to throw your pussy on them. Like, it just, that's not the reward for being around somebody on a regular basis. That's that's called being a coworker. That means you're, that means you are working your job and this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to see these motherfuckers five days a week, four days a week. How many days you go to week, go to work a week? That's how often you're going to see that person. Why do you have to feel an attraction to them because you see them on a regular basis? You see your neighbors every fucking day. You trying to go fuck on them? Like, I'm just, like, trying to figure out the the correlation of you being around somebody all the time that makes you want to throw your pussy on them or put your... Like, I just don't get it. <clears throat> Y'all be too pressed and too thirsty. Like, it's no reason why you can't find you somebody to mess with on the weekend. <laughs> or when you go to the mall or something. You go to the... You can't meet somebody just on the regular um, incidents. You got to fuck on somebody at work? Like, that's off limits. Allow it to be off limits. Know your limits. People don't know how to separate stuff. Like, your job is your job. That's that's not your personal situation. That's just your work situation. There's no reason for you to become intimate with nobody that you work with. Y'all are too comfortable. I go to work, <laughs> and I feel mad uncomfortable. 
I'm not comfortable with you motherfuckers. And it's like, I may say a few things and, oh, give you guys a little tad bit of my information, you know, about my life. Oh, yeah, I have this amount of kids or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't even like to indulge too much information about the sex of my kids or the age of my kids. Like, I have two kids. Yeah, uh uh-huh. What else do you need to know? Why do you need to know anything else? (laughs) Like... Uh, some things are off limits. Know the difference. Learn how to not overshare. Y'all be doing too much. Like, I, I've i never wanted to throw my pussy on nobody that I work with. I'm so sorry. I don't know if it's just me, if I'm the only one, but I I don't care how good nobody look. Who, who cares? Like, people look good all over the place. You can't control yourself around a nice-looking person. Like, you're going to live this life surrounded by plenty of people that look good, like, that would not be the first or the last time you see somebody look that looks good. Everybody that you encounter that looks good, you need to you need to have a relation with. <laughs> like, come on. Y'all weird. <clears throat> Mad weird. And it's like, y'all like so much self-control. No standards. Like, get it together. 2023, get it together. Stop sleeping with your coworkers. <laughs> I always hear so much bullshit behind co-workers and even even when it comes to the the teacher student relationships like what the fuck <sighs> i don't even understand how we've like because the shit had to been going on for ages but it's just now been a thing that's been coming out in the media i don't know if they have been concealing that shit for years but now the teacher student relationships is busting out the seams and it's not just males it's the women too and it's <laughs> I've been hearing about the women shit 10 times more than I hear about the men. It's insane. And the thing about the um the women, these women are getting impregnated by these kids. They don't give a fuck. Y'all so comfortable. I just heard a story recently about the lady, the teacher, stating that she, she fucked on a student in the damn parents' house while they was upstairs asleep. Be fucking for real. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, because the te- it's, the teachers are getting younger and younger. These teachers be like 22, 21, and they feel like, oh, I ain't that far from, you know, a 12th grader or 11th grade. Like, so they kind of feel like in their mind it's okay. How you let your mind think that's okay? Somebody that you're teaching, you're mentoring, somebody that you're supposed to be guiding and directing, you feel like that's... <laughs> Y'all weird. I don't condone the behavior. What is up with y'all? Y'all are weird. <sighs> I am done. <laughs> okay. Um. So, speaking of impregnating, because I just like to segue into, you know, some of the, what do you say? Some of the topics that kind of correlate. But... Um, Fred O'Bane. So I've heard of him. I don't know if I ever heard his music because, like I say, it's always some songs that be like popular, or whatever. But that don't necessarily mean that I know who made the song or whatever. I could be singing it, dance to it. I don't know who the fuck made it. <clears throat> so I don't know if I heard any of his music before. But he's a um a rap artist. He's a rap store. And <laughs> let me just uh go into this okay so that's 
That's one of his songs. So this is this is what happened. So they say allegedly he was having threesomes with a married lesbian couple. He ended up getting both of them pregnant. <clears throat> what the couple did though, they made it seem like they both were doing IVF, but they really were sleeping with him. <laughs> oh jeez. That's so weird to me. That's so weird. And this is the thing. And not to not to throw no shot at nobody, because <laughs> this is what they be meaning though, when they be saying people be they like bitches be fake gay. They be fake gay because a lot of times because if you go as so far as to marry the same sex, then I feel like it, it's no room for nothing else. Because of course a lot of people are bisexual or whatever. And we all know what that means. You dibble and dabble. So why would you want to even be confined to just one sex if you know that you you like both? Like, why would you want to do that? So for them to be married and all of that, it's like they feel like, okay, I'm only for you or you, you only for me or whatever. Why the fuck is y'all both fucking on this man? Y'all be weird as fuck. And every single day, I just find out more and more shit to make me feel, <laughs> make me feel more sane. I feel, I feel a little bit more normal. Cause what the fuck do y'all be on? Huh? <sighs> Why would y'all, <laughs> I don't know. Y'all is crazy. They ain't gonna try to lie about it. And that's what's, that's what's even worse because if you're going to be on some shit like that, living your truth, like, yeah, this is what we, we both wanted our ch our children to have the same dad and all this type of stuff. We wanted to keep it in the family, whatever. And I could see if even, even the stud was like, okay, I'm just going to do the IVF or whatever, because a lot of studs, they feel like they, they really don't like men. They have never um been penetrated and stuff like that. And they really don't like men. And that's understandable. But the fact that y'all both was fucking on this man, is so fucking weird to me. Y'all are very weird and y'all are very fucking <laughs> no judgment. I ain't gonna I ain't judging nobody, but y'all weird as fuck. I'm just telling you right now, that's weird. But to each his own. To each his own. <sighs> but I was seeing that and I was just like, huh? Cause a lot of shit, as I say, it don't really surprise me no more, but some shit still be like raising my antennas like. That's what y'all was that that's what we doing. Mm -mm, honey. And he had to feel like the motherfucking man because like shh, what? I know that boosted his ego <clears throat> all the way the fuck up. Like, yes. I got both of them. Okay. <laughs> um, let me let me let y'all hear this. Um, cause I didn't know if I was going to. I was gonna put it in there or not, but let me go on here. Let me see. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Got y'all waiting a little bit. Oh no. You know what? Okay. So I forgot that they had removed the sound over that or whatever. <clears throat> but it was basically um Amber Rose, she had did the interview and she was just speaking on how um 
women don't really like back shots or whatever. <laughs> and it's probably a lot of bitches like, uh-uh, because I do. I don't know what you talk about. I don't know what you're talking about or whatever. But she explained the reason of behind women saying that they like it. And it's okay. Some people do, but they don't. A lot of women don't like prefer it over over missionary and a lot of people have been shamed into to not liking it or whatever because it makes you feel like it makes you seem lazy like oh you just want to lay back and take the deep or whatever and it's just like no it feels like you feel more it's more intimate it's more of a connection instead of somebody pounding you out from the back no eye contact or nothing like that just straight like you know, whatever. And it's cool. It's a cool, you know, you switch out the positions and stuff like that. But then it's like, is that something somebody always want? Or is that something that a really, that a woman really wants? Like, no, she was like, and when a lot of times a woman said they're lying, <laughs> like nobody wants to be deemed as a pillow princess, but it's like women really like it. <laughs> and sorry to break it to you guys, but it's very rare, like she was saying, for a woman to come in that position. It's very rare. It's not a thing where it's easy for you to come in that. What? I know anybody watching me through this window. Let me put my glasses on. <laughs> That's some old people shit. Hold on, baby. Come on. Let me put my glasses on. Look at me. I am a nut. Mm. And y'all can quit slamming shit. Look at me. Get him. But no. So <laughs> it's like, sorry to break it to y'all. It's very rare that, that that happens. Like it has to be a sensual type of act. Women don't always, it's, y'all got to understand. Let's understand here first that the vagina is very tender. It's very tender. It's very sensitive. Okay, so you have to take your time. It's okay to be a little extra, or whatever. Once you get in the mold, once the juices get to flowing and stuff, because I'm giving y'all sex ed right now. <laughs> but you have to, you gotta be. It's a delicate flower, okay. So if you if you are too rough with it, you know what happens. And y'all expect oh it to be enjoyable because it's enjoyable to you, but come on, y'all are more visual. And we are more sensual when it comes to stuff. And we more about the feeling and how it feels. Like, and y'all are visual. So y'all get turned on like, oh, by the visual. And this is going on. And this is moving. And that is going. And this, these are the sounds. But it's like, it's two different worlds colliding into one. And at some point, you have to get, you have to meet at the same place. And if we're not meeting at the same place, then you are cool. I'm not. Or vice versa. So yeah <laughs> but yeah like she made a lot of good points and a lot of women was agreeing because they just like somebody had to say it because people love to be like you know oh i like it like that i like it like that and it's just like bitch you trying to get cool points because what but yeah <laughs> i i mean i i genuinely <clears throat> i like her and what she stand for because she like you know like i'm gonna stand on who i am or whatever and i don't need to be slut shamed for me being who i am as a woman or whatever and like it's okay to speak up and, and stand on your shit. <clears throat> now, what I don't agree with is that big ass uh, tattoo across her forehead. <laughs> the fuck were you thinking? Why? Like we, 
That was so fucking stupid. I don't know. Teach is motherfucking on, okay? <laughs> I be trying to give y'all grace and let y'all be who y'all are, but just teach is on. All right. <laughs> the, okay, so moving on. Did y'all hear the madness? Because the madness just keep on. It just keeps rolling in when it comes to the United States. We have like some of the weirdest shit that just that just keeps rolling in. So now here we are. This was like they've been saying. This is this this has not been. <laughs> this was not on my bingo card for twenty twenty three. So now they're trying to get rid of gas stoves. He's ah uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> What's the point? I just feel like these motherfuckers just go dibble and dabble and just just fuck with shit. Like that ain't bothering nobody, ain't doing nothing to nobody. That has been basically cool for all these decades or whatever. Why are we trying? Why? Why? Why are we trying to take away the gas stoves? What we trying to save energy because there's so many different ways y'all can conserve and preserve energy, and that's number one on the list. Cause y'all do a whole lot of stupid, dumbass shit that. Can put a, y'all can put a heart to. Now I want to fuck with people's cooking. <sighs> uh, what you call it? I don't know. It's some people who don't even know how to prepare a meal unless it's made on a gas stove or vice versa. Like me, I've been cooking on electric stoves for I don't know how long, but just like a gas stove, them motherfuckers catch on fire. Okay, ain't no difference. Like them motherfuckers catch on fire. They ain't got to be live fire and propane, but them bitches still catch on fire. So I don't know. I don't know what's the reason behind it. I ain't even trying to figure out because they just always dibbling and dabbling and touching some shit. It's just like, I think they just have like different topics and a lot of it just probably be random shit that people probably throw in the hat and they just be playing. And then, you know, if they take it out, they like, oh yeah, this is what we like that. We have to, we have to go in and fuck with it. It don't matter if you were just playing like, oh, we have to get rid of all the clowns. Like even if somebody was just playing, like they got to go and get rid of all the clowns. Even if you, you know, it's not real clowns, but they have to kill anybody who dressed like a clown or whatever. Like, it just got to happen because this is what we pulled out the hat. What the fuck? <laughs> Leave shit alone. Please. Like, it's a lot of shit that y'all can go in and, you know, figure out. I think that's what they did with the eggs. <laughs> because <sighs> eggs have gotten very, very expensive. And I hadn't had to, I haven't had to buy eggs since, like, last year or whatever. because. We don't eat them that often, and sometimes we get on, like, a, a kick where we want to eat eggs for the whole week or something like that. We want to fry them up. We want to boil them for our salads, whatever. But it's not that often that we eat eggs, so I haven't had to buy any. So I just, you know, put some in my little grocery cart, and I was like, mm, these bitches is three sixty six for a dozen. They right. These bitches is ex expensive. I had to witness it for myself. <laughs> but um, I don't know, like. Y'all put that in y'all put that in the hat too and was like, yeah, we we wanna we wanna hike the prices up of the eggs. That that that's it right there. That is gonna be the one. And it got everybody talking, as usual. Everybody is in a fucking uproar. Everybody going crazy. They acting like they about to start slanging eggs. Like anything that they put in the hat, they're gonna get people to talking about. And fucking saying. I'm just like, y'all couldn't figure out nothing else. Oh, excuse me. 
2022. We starting off with the high price, the skyrocketed price of eggs. Whoop the fucking dude. This is crazy. <clears throat> okay, so if um, you know, y'all know I like to keep up with the current topics and the, you know, the who's who's and the what's what's. And I know y'all probably was wondering, like, so this bitch ain't got no opinion about the <laughs> the Meg the Style and the Tory Lanes court situation that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna be completely honest because why not I totally forgot I don't know what it what it is or what it was but I totally forgot like I wanted to um you know put that in 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 the memo but I just forgot and honestly I, I really it really doesn't like it didn't pull me in like that and then put me in because it's too many, it's too many holes in the story. And what I, the perspective I heard, because I haven't even watched the court, the court case or nothing like that. So I don't really know, you know, none of the inside stuff that's going on. But what I have heard was that they were saying like, it's three sides to that story or whatever. Plus they had the witnesses or whatever, but they said from everybody's <clears throat> everybody's viewpoint they all are telling the truth and basically what that means is that from what they saw from what they witnessed is their truth now it may not have been what exactly happened but from what they saw in their standpoint is their truth they're speaking and living in their truth so basically what they were saying was that like kelsey she had the gun she was the one who initially had the gun and she was the one who initially shot the gun and I think she shot and the bullet ricocheted so like the fragments ricocheted and hit Megan in the foot and then and then like when Tori got the gun he got the gun from Kelsey and once he shot the gun off he shot in the air but he was shooting of course that's warning shots he's just shooting aimlessly in the air but he's not directing directly shooting at somebody else so <laughs> Oh, goodness. So basically, when the witnesses saw what was going on, somebody saw her shooting the gun first. And then, you know, once the gun, once a bullet, once a gunshot rings out, you know, you're going to try to run for cover. You're going to close your eyes. So in the blink of an eye, you don't, you thinking, they thinking, Meg probably think like, oh, they shot me intentionally, not knowing that this is a ricochet and it feels as though you're being directly shot but you're not it's not the same effect basically because if somebody shoots you in the foot you got to understand how delicate and fragile a foot is the foot and the hand are like identical so it's flat and it's bony it doesn't have that much flesh around it like you would like you know a thigh a thigh is more meaty um and it is it's not that exposed the bones are not that exposed. When you look at the feet or you look at the hands, you can def you can see the definition of the bones. So if somebody was to shoot you in a place like that, that is so sensitive and so delicate, delicate, that would shatter the bones because it has nothing to protect the bones, really. It's like no tendons and it's not really much there. So if somebody literally shoots this girl in her foot, would she not have shattered and fractured and all that shit? bones in her foot to where she would probably need reconstructive surgery and everything if she was actually shot in her foot would she have not been like 
off her feet for I don't know how long and going through these continuous surgeries and all this type of stuff. I'm just trying to figure out. Then they say the gunpowder is on him. The gunpowder is on Kelsey. But where's the fragments? Where's the evidence of that? Where is, because I don't know if it's out there, but I haven't seen myself. I haven't seen the x-ray of shattered fragmented bones. I haven't seen it or fractured bones. I, I Like, where is that at? Like, if anybody has that sent it to me, like, because where is it at? I haven't, I haven't seen none of that. So the thing is, basically, Meg is saying that he shot her, but that's probably the person that she saw with the gun. Of course, if he's shooting all these warning shots into the air, of course, you're going to feel like he shot you because you have bullets, you have something in your foot. Noah did not penetrate to the point where you thought, but hey, I got shot in the foot. He had the gun. He shot me, of course. So that is her truth. He did, in fact, have the gun. He did, in fact, shoot the, the gun off. But Kelsey also did the same thing. So did Kelsey not shoot you? Because basically what they're saying from her shooting down to the ground, that's what caused the bullet fragments. It's just all too much. It's all too fucking much. And then my thing is, if it's no clear evidence that he did that, why is he incarcerated? Then his family comes out to talk about all this stuff against Rock Nation and you devils and blah, 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 and all this different stuff. And it's just like, I get what they're saying because they like, they basically trying to frame him because you you have no clear cut evidence for real. Like none of it is making sense. Yeah, people, different people had the gun, but who actually shot you and were you actually shot? Or did you have the remnants of a, a ricocheted bullet in your foot? <laughs> I don't know. It's so complicated and so confusing and it's too many different holes in the fucking story. I don't know what to believe. I honestly feel like bullets bullets were 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 shot. Shots were fired, but I don't think anybody was intentionally trying to shoot her or in 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 this case I don't feel like Tori was trying to intentionally shoot her i don't think he was shooting at her or near her i think <laughs> i think that he was um he was just shooting the warning shots or whatever and he felt like he wanted to stop everything from from transpiring so he wanted to get everything under control i think i left off on the, um the megan tory situation um in conclusion everybody <laughs> Everybody basically is telling their truth from their, I don't know. Um, Kelsey, talking about she played the fourth or whatever, trying to play the fifth. Do people really do that in court? Because I hear I played the fifth. I played the fifth. Like, I've been saying that for years, just in my regular conversation. You know, that's just me omitting that I know what I know. Like, I know it. You know I know it. But I'm omitting to tell you that I know it. And I have the right to do that. So, that's funny that I've somebody actually did that. Like I've been able to witness somebody do that in real life, but I think it just points at how guilty you really is. I I don't know. And then like the um the jail calls between her and Tori was leaked and how he was apologizing and you know he just was kept on repeating like how sorry he was about everything that happened or whatever, but. It's also a thing where, like, he 
may not even remember what happened because of how intoxicated he was. I don't know. It was just a bunch of craziness. And I think they just all probably kick in and get drunk as fuck and all probably fuck on each other and just be out of their mind. And who knows? I don't know. I'm tired of hearing about it. I just, like, if if nobody needs to be incarcerated behind it because y'all always just stupid and nobody really got hurt and she just had, like, whatever. I think it needs to be some type of um, reprimands or whatever for carrying and being um, reckless with the firearm, but I feel like that's about it. Choose better friends. Stop throwing your pussy and dick everywhere. Like, that's what caused a lot of issues because people don't know how to keep keep it tight. You know, like, what are y'all doing? <sighs> they didn't get on my nerves, okay? So, yes, that that is my, <laughs> those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts about it. It's crazy. Um. So, I had saw <laughs> crazy, crazy TikTok. It was a um a daycare worker. She was stating, "What am I doing?" <laughs> uh, she was she stated that a mom actually dropped off her dead child to daycare. <sighs> so basically, the backstory is that the child was sick prior to that day. And you know, like when your kids go to daycare or whatever, if you if your child comes in sick, you need to make sure they're going to tell you like, oh, you can't return your child to daycare until they have a doctor's notice, you know, giving them a clear bill of health. So the um the owner, you know, she made sure to let all the staff know, like, you know, if this person, this parent brings their child, make sure that they have an excuse absent or they have a note from the doctor or whatever. So I don't know if this one particular um staff was unaware you know of that so she allowed the parent to drop the child off or whatever but the way that the child the way that the parent played the hand was crazy and I'll let you know how I'll let you know how but basically she was just saying that oh she had gave the child some medicine and you know they was feeling better or whatever and they were asleep so she was like you know I'm just going to lay the child down like you don't have to I'll do it because you know I don't want them to wake up or whatever so that's one, how they did not know that the child was deceased because they did not have any interactions, physical interactions with the child. All they did was see the child. But if you see a child sleeping, you assume that the child is sleeping. You're not checking to make sure their chest is raising from breaths or whatever. You just, oh, okay, they assume, you know, they appear to be asleep. Nothing suspicious. So um, not too long after she left the child, the daycare owner calls in to try to, you know, to get around around about of all the kids that were in attendance. So when they named that child, she got a little suspicious, like, well, wait a minute, that child should not be in attendance because they never brought a note in. Did they bring a note? And they was like, oh, no. So they was like, okay, well, go check on the child to make sure the child is good. The child, in fact, was not breathing. The child, I think the child, of course, was cold to touch. And she was like, you know, the child is not moving or anything like that. And um, backstory on that, the, the child had health issues or whatever so you know the child had a history of being sick but not I guess not you know having a cold or whatever because it's different from being having health issues opposed to having a bug 
so they um you know they notified the people that they needed to notify and everything and the mom was not charged or anything because the child had health issues or whatever and she basically they said she had a history of mental health issues and she basically panicked and her her actions were very weird and to me it was kind of calculated because mental health issues or not you were competent enough to know like that your child was not breathing or alive or anything but you still decided to take them in and then it was calculated because instead of giving your child to somebody else because you knew that they would be able to tell that that child was deceased you laid that child down yourself so to me that was like premeditated you could say mental health issues all day long but why is this parent even competent enough to to um mother their child on a regular basis without some type of assistance where is the supervision like you need to be supervised if you if your mental health health issues are that extreme to the point where you you get to um skip out on charges because obviously they were intense or something to the point where they was like oh no she's not competent enough she knew enough she did enough she acted well enough to to be mentally capable in my book because come on that that just is crazy you motherfuckers is crazy like and i ain't just talk about ment mentally it's some it's some other i don't know that's just crazy to me like why why <sighs> mm -mm. that's crazy that's fucked up too to even be tampering with the body, taking the body here, dropping the body. Like, why would you be doing that? Mm -mm. I don't know, y'all. Y'all are crazy. I, I I feel like it should have been some type of some type of consequences. Like that was fucked up, and you knew what you did. But I wanted to speak on a debate that's been going on or whatever. So. We all know that bearing a child is very dangerous, <clears throat> very dangerous. And you are um, at risk of losing your life and your child is that your unborn child is at risk of losing their life. So sometimes it comes it comes down to um, you are that child. And the debate that's going on is whether you should be saved or your unborn child should be saved. And um, I just want to start this off by saying that I hope that I'm never faced with this type of decision because that has to be one of the most fucked up situations and feelings to ever experience. Like I have to choose between my life or someone else's life. Like what? Like who? That's that's fucking heavy. And um it's like if you can save one, why can't you save the other? Because I feel like if I'm being saved, then why won't my body be enough to save that unborn child? You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know the I don't know the specifics behind it, but it's like either I don't know. I don't know, because it's probably a situation where if they remove the baby from you, then it's going to 
affect you, but regardless of the fact, the baby has to be, be removed. Either either way, because if we're saving the baby, the baby has to be removed. If, if, if you're saving me, the baby still has to be removed. <sighs> so I don't know. It's confusing. It's very it's very confusing to me. But um my best bet is try to save both of us. I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. I don't want to, I don't because I don't want to be selfish. If I'm if I'm if I'm pregnant and I'm this far along to where we're here, I want my child. I want to bring my child to life. I want to experience that child as well. I want to be here to raise that child. So I can't choose. <laughs> I don't know. So a lot of people has been saying, like, save me. And I can understand that, too, because I, I'm not judging anyone for their decision, because at the end of the day, I have multiple children and know my children are not disposable. They're not replaceable. But in a medical situation like that, you may be able to have more children and bring more children to life. And I believe in reincarnation and that baby that you may have lost may be able to come right back to you. I don't know. I don't know. That's just theoretically speaking. That's just me speaking from my beliefs. But um, yeah. So a lot of people have been receiving backlash like, oh, that's selfish. That's selfish and all the type of stuff and whatever to each his own. OK, we're going to just roll with that. That is the the word of today's podcast. The, the quote of today's podcast is to each his own. Allow people to be who they are like if that's that person's decision to each his motherfucking own because i can't say what you what you supposed to be doing with your life and with your thoughts and your beliefs and your whatever like just like vice versa you shouldn't be able to tell me how i should feel how i should react the decisions i should make it's not up to you so to each his own um but in a lot of cases um it's not the mother's choice because she's incoherent. She may be in a um, medically induced coma or whatever the case may be. So it's not her choice. The choice falls on the spouse. So I wanted to um, I wanted to read <clears throat> an incident that somebody experienced. What the hell? That somebody experienced in that situation. So let me find it. So she said that her sister's husband was faced with, with this decision when she was given birth and he decided to save the baby and my sister died. He was so devastated. He couldn't see his daughter because she's a reminder of what he did. So he was only financially supportive. Um, fast forward. He's fully there now, but that was something that he had to face on a regular basis on, on a daily basis that he could no longer have his wife and his child that he decided to save was basically like survivor's remorse. Um, it, I think that's that's a hard decision in anybody's anybody's case because me as a mom and I decided like, hey, you know, we can terminate this baby, but you know, we may have we may you know have luck in the future. I still will feel bad on a regular basis. Like, damn, you know. I would think about that periodically, like what could have been or whatever. But I don't know. It teaches on though. But we gotta learn to stop shaming people for their decisions and their choices because you don't know what you might do when you're faced with that exact decision. We sit back and we make our observations and we speak our piece and our opinion on what somebody else should be doing and how they should be doing it, but 
that same situation happen to you, you freeze up. You don't know what to do. It's so easy to say what you would do when you're on the sideline or you, you know, you watching from your phone. Oh, I would have did this. Ain't nobody going to never this and this and that. I don't, they got me fucked up. You don't know. You don't know. People go into shock. People have natural reactions because they're human. You don't know what you may do. Because in plenty of situations, I say somebody come in and rob, try to rob me or something like that. I'm grabbing my kids. I'm trying to help grab my kids. I might, the first thing I might do is run out that motherfucker door and forget I had kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I've been talking all this shit. Oh, no, they ain't going to catch me slipping. None of that, all this BS. You don't know what you might do. Your naturally human instinct may be to flight. <laughs> it's either fight or flight. And your natural instinct may be to take the fuck off. You don't know if you about to be sitting up here trying to fight nobody and be gangster with it. Like, your, your natural instinct it may not be that. Because I know sometimes I be shook as hell. Like, ah, I be, the first thing I try to do is to save myself. <laughs> it ain't always, oh, let me go see about the next person. Like, that's not how it always go. Because that's your natural reaction. You can't control what your natural reaction is going to be. You can say what you're going to do all day long, but you don't know until it's your turn. And I hope and pray. And that's never a decision that I have to choose myself or one of my children like that's crazy <clears throat> but i don't know <laughs> it's just different people like if i ever had birth complications save save me not the baby save me not the baby and it's just like that's their decision that's their choice <clears throat> we cannot judge we cannot judge <laughs> Uh, not me trying to sink on here. <laughs> Woo. Okay, y'all want to know something that has been um that's just it's it's something I've been talking about because it's just something that keeps happening. So three different fathers killed their entire families. This last weekend <sighs> I just don't I, I don't even know my thoughts my initial thoughts because I I I, I just have to throw this out there because we already know how I feel about suicide and just our mental health and totality but when it comes to a situation like this by all means kill your fucking self and i mean that with the 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 utmost respect the the most respect that you can give somebody in a situation like that that's how i mean it because what gives you the fucking right to take reign and choose to and, and play god over somebody else's fucking life that's what i really want to know because by all means, off yourself. If you feel that upset, that hurt, that depressed, that distraught, whatever emotions that you felt in that moment that made you feel that this this needed to be the end of the end of the world, you choose that decision for your fucking self. Leave everybody else the fuck out of it. That is just so fucked up to me that people choose somebody else's fate that's not your fucking like how is this a thing 
where we're going to offer every fucking body. If initially you feel like offering anybody, why wouldn't it be you? Why does your family have to go down with you? Because, because of what? And it keeps happening over and over and over and over again. It's not your choice. If you feel that fucked up, then that's something that you need to take up with yourself. That's not something that you take out on the children and the wife and the girlfriend. Why are we doing, why is this a thing? Why is this so populated? Leave everybody else out of it. Take yourself on somewhere else. And I'm not, and I'm not condoning it. And I'm not making a mockery out of it or whatever the case may be. But with the Twitch situation, he decided to go off on his own. And I don't know the, the logistics behind it or how, how true any of the details is, but with the details that he went off on his own and he did that to himself because in that moment he felt like he couldn't go on. You don't make that decision for nobody else. And I hate that anybody ever feels the need to never be able to go on no more and that this should be the end. I hate that. I really am against that. I really hate that because there's so much cruelness in the world and you don't have to worry about doing that. To, like, why, why do you have to be the, the cause for your own demise? I hate that. But the fact that some people think like, hey, I don't need to bring nobody else into, my, into how I'm feeling, into my emotions. Like, this is something that I feel on my own. You why why bring why drag somebody else into that? Innocent children that have so much life ahead of them. Like why an innocent woman who has so much life of, uh, ahead of her? Because she because in most cases it's a situation where the the girlfriend or the wife decided she wanted to leave. She had a breaking point and she was ready to leave and to to better her life to find her own way. I I deserve to die because of that. That's something that you feel like needs to 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 be the end all because I decided to stand up. I don't, I, I, I don't get that. Or a situation where the family is bankrupt. So that's the end for everybody because you lost all, 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 all the life savings. That's life changing and life, that's earth shattering for you, but that may not be the same feeling that I have. That woman may have felt like, Hey, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get back on my feet. And I'm going to keep pressing forward. But you took that opportunity and that decision and that choice away from her because you decided that everybody needed to go because of your personal feelings. Those children didn't deserve to be to grow up and to become something and to, to find their own way and to create a life on their own because you decided that it needed to end because of whatever feelings that you had. I don't like that. That's not cool. That is fucked up. And the fact that it keeps happening over and over again, and in one weekend it's three families? What the fuck? It's not your choice. It's not your decision. If you feel in your heart that whatever happened to you in that moment is life-changing and earth-shattering, that's how you feel. If you decide that you want to end it all, that's something that you decide for yourself. It shouldn't be a decision that you make for the whole family because... This is your family. Everybody in this motherfucker are individuals. The way that something that may, may be earth shattering and life changing for you may not affect me in that same way. So why do I have to suffer the consequences of your feelings and your emotions? Let's be fucking for real. Let's cut the shit out. Just because we are a union don't mean we are one. 
We literally are our own separate people. We are all individuals. Let's be for real. <sighs> that shit is pissing me off. And then a situation that happened with the family in a Tesla. At first, it, the way that the story was presented to me was that it was like a malfunction because, of course, we know Teslas are self-driven cars. You press a certain button, the, the car drives motherfucker self to take you wherever you need to go. So it's been a thing where they've been malfunctioning or whatever. So that's what we think. Oh, it malfunctioned. It drove off a bridge or drove off a cliff. Everybody, the whole family that was in the car, everybody survived. Cool. Sounds like a miracle. Wow. Like that's so unbelievable. Come to find out, get more details. Father tried to commit suicide, tried to kill everybody and commit suicide. Everybody lived. That was not your choice. You're not God. Why did you think that you had that choice? You see who had the last who, who had the last day in the end. God saved everybody, including the dummy who decided that he was gonna have have <laughs> have reign over everybody's life. Now you have to suffer. Now you you survived and now you gotta go to jail for the rest of your life for attempting to do that. Come on. <sighs> These people continuously blow me. <laughs> Like, I don't get it. What's wrong with y'all? It just never makes sense to me. Like, that people just, like, that's the decision that people think that they choose, they get to make. It's crazy. They say a man kills his wife and three children, North Carolina. Utah, man kills wife, children, and murder, suicide. Like, it just, it don't make sense. It's not cool. Just even with this, the Chris Watts situation where he went off and he cheated. And it was to the point where he felt like that's this is what he needed to do. He, he needed to end their life. Not his this time, though. He needed to end their life because he wanted to continue to live his life. His life was valuable enough to continue on a life with the mistress. But nobody else deserved to live. So he killed the pregnant wife and his two daughters. That that was their fate. No, like he was more valuable than them. In this case, nobody, nobody was valuable but him. And his selfish acts and his selfish beliefs, like just fucked up. Just I don't know. People just really be blowing me. That that's just. That's never the move. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Um. Okay. So this is this is a real disheartening situation because everything that I that the past couple of things I've been talking about is very disheartening. But um, this situation is disheartening that happened with the um English teacher. Kenan Anderson. I'm not sure of where he's from, but um, his name definitely needs to be out there. Um, so if you don't, if you're not familiar with the story, he actually got into a car accident. So he had um he had a panic attack, which a car accident is like a thousand percent a panic attack inducing situation. So he was, um, he flagged down 
officers and stuff for help or whatever because in that situation it wouldn't would you not need help from an officer you just you're you were just in a, a car accident so why wouldn't you flag down officers in his case he ended up being tased to death how do you go from being in a situation where you you <laughs> You could have, like, a car accident is something where you could die. So, in that case, he didn't die. He he was able to live to be able to get try to get some help and seek help or whatever and, and still end up dying behind the car accident, in, in, in a sense. Why the fuck is it that black people, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm just going to put it out there because that's exactly what the fuck it is. Black people are a, a fucking threat to officers mainly white officers why are we such a threat this man is in distress he's in need of help and y'all felt the need to tase this man to death because of our skin color because our skin color is such a fucking threat it doesn't make sense and it's it, it needs to cease it needs to fucking cease because we need to we we need to have a situation where Motherfuckers need to if if a motherfucker loses their life, it needs to be because they they didn't have enough of the right officers to send out to these people. Because we need to be we need to have a situation where everything is fucking segregated. We need to start segregating it when 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 it counts. Because it it needs to start being a situation where if a black person is in duress, the people that you need to send to help them is more fucking black people. Send out some more black officers. Hire more black officers for that. For that situation alone. If we in a hospital, it's so many black women dying because of childbirth, because they don't see us in the way that they see their, their fellow whites, white people or whatever. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there because it needs to be fucking said. We don't experience the same pain as them. So they believe we don't experience the same Nothing is them. So they believe. We feel we feel and bleed the same way that y'all fucking do. If we're saying that we're in duress and in in pain or stress, it's the same way that a white person would feel. It's the same way that a, a Moroccan person would feel. The same way that the Indian person would feel. The same way that an African person would feel. We are human. It doesn't matter the thickness of our skin, the thinness of our skin. We are human fucking beings and we have the same feelings and emotions as the next person. It's all a fucking human race. If it's to the point where we got to keep on dying, but uh, you dying from the hands of an officer because we're black and we don't, they feel like we don't deserve or they don't, they can't react to us the same way that they would react to a white person. Then we need to start only getting help from the black officers. We need to start like, cause what the fuck? Cause this is, this is a situation where this is a state of a fucking emergency. If this is something in a pattern that keeps continuing to happen, this is a state of emergency. It's a state of emergency. Why does it keep happening? Something needs to change. It needs to be a situation where if it's a black officer coming or if it's a white officer who's on call, they need to have a black woman patrol to come in as well. If it's a situation where it's an incident, if it's a black person, because they always ask, is it a black, black female, white female? They want to know who it is. Y'all get those logistics, send the right people out because y'all cannot deal with us. Y'all don't know how to help us properly because it is biased. 
And somebody always got to lose their hand, they, their life behind y'all biasness. The fuck? I will never be cool with it. Like, it's too much biasness going on. And I don't even know if biasness is even a fucking word. But today it will be if it's not. And it's not cool. It's not okay. It's been too many of us dying. And it's male and female. It's not a situation where it's only one part of the race. They don't give a fuck about us period and i don't care who's offended or who feels some type of way because y'all not dying in the fucking streets like animals it's us it's the black race i'm sick and tired of it i'm sick of it every time i turn around every time i scroll i'm faced with this same bullshit the same story different location that's it it's the same story it's a different location it's not like it's just only one county one state it's every fucking where we're treated like fucking animals. They have no empathy and no sympathy for us because we're fucking black. When, why is it a thing? And when did it become a thing that black people had to be treated with less empathy and less sympathy? Because, Like, for what? How did, how did it become a thing where we were enslaved? How did that become a thing? Because it couldn't have been a forever thing. It just couldn't have been. It hasn't been. It's only been hundreds something, hundreds of something years ago, but the world has been around for millions of years. And I know we have not always been ostracized. What happened? What caused this? How did we become the target? How did we become the enemy? How did we become the lesser? How did we become the footstool? Why? That is an issue that, that we will never be able to come to a conclusion about. I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it. The world that I have to raise my children in, the patterns and the and the the situations that constantly keep repeating itself is not a fucking K. When do we when do we come up with a conclusion? Because we keep on sending these running scared white cops out here that were cowards in high school, the cowards in middle school, like that's coming out here with this this badge and they they sitting out here waving this badge thinking they're they're higher than and mightier than it's not even just in the police force it's in the everyday force where we have to deal with the karens every fucking day why is this a thing i'm fed the fuck up i'm over it it's time for a change when are when are we going to implement change because we've been rallying and we have been debating when it, when does the change come? When? I don't get it. Like, I don't fucking get it. And we can strike against something and we can have all of these different things. And when is it going to evoke some real fucking change? When is somebody going to go in there and say, this needs to be done. This needs to happen because these, these people don't get us. When are we going to get some people that get us in there that's going to make sure that we are good as a people? Because obviously, as a whole, we the, we're we're left off, off the fucking list of things to do, of people to give a fuck about, of people to care for, the people to to heal, to strengthen. To We're not there. We're not a part of that. It's not a fucking K. I am tired of it. We want to be racist. We want to be segregated so fucking bad as a country. Why don't we have a whole a whole full black force where they only they only service the black communities? Why we don't have that? Why don't we have 
the in the healthcare field, it's only service to like y'all because y'all don't give a fuck about us. Y'all see us coming through the door. Y'all treat us less than. Y'all will sit up and let us die. Y'all will let us lay on that table and die. Y'all will kill us in the street like fucking animals with a bunch of people recording and around y'all in broad daylight. Y'all don't care. We mean nothing to y'all. I am so heated. I am so, so fucking heated. That like, I am tired. And the thing is, we don't have enough people that are fucking tired. And that is a problem. Because people like to go on about their day. They see something, they share it, they scroll, they had they they vocalize their opinion, but they keep going. And that's the thing. You're not tired. When do we get tired? Because as you as you can see, it gets closer and closer. When is it gonna be you? You might be next. Why, why are you so comfortable with being with just being okay with whatever whatever they are doing to us? Like why are why are you okay with that? You can be next. Somebody in your family could be next. Why are you so comfortable? Why are you not angry? Why? I don't get it. Just because it's not you or somebody that you're familiar with don't mean it can't be. Come on, like when is the choke? When when is the change? going to be evoked when when is change coming like we've been fighting for change but what are we like how how are we fighting for change is it a temporary thing is it just a is it just a trend oh excuse me it's not cool i am upset and I'm tired of seeing it. And it's just a thing that just keep happening. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. Nobody, when, when is change coming? Y'all can loot and fight. In the, what is that going to do? When is change going to come? <laughs> I'm so upset. Like, I don't, I'm so upset. <sighs> so, yeah. Y'all got to start standing for something. We just sit, we just lay down and just let whatever happened happen. But like, when is the real change going to come? Everything else that I was going to talk about, <laughs> I don't even want to say. I don't even want to talk about it because it's just like, here we are. Over it. I'm over it. So, <sighs> I will leave you guys with this though. Because, <laughs> ooh. This is what we need. May your neighbors respect you. Trouble neglects you. Angels protect you and heaven accepts you. In the words of Drake. Okay. But yeah, guys. Um, I'm gone. <laughs>